episode of The Door is Still Open. Super Burly Bros Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Fuck it. <laughs> Welcome. <coughs> we are sick. But we're here. We're 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 gonna fight through it. We're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. We have stories to tell. Yeah, so much has happened. We've taken we took a week off. There was people were upset. One person was upset. One person. I'm sorry <laughs> to that one person. I don't even know who it was. Well, we're not going to name names, but they were upset. Well, <coughs> we're back. Was it David? <laughs> no, it was Laura. She was upset because uh, it was on that Monday. She was like, every podcast that I listened to had a new episode except for yours. Yeah. Well, you know. And that's why I was like, can, <laughs> can, we, can we have time to throw up after dark? You're like, no, no, not going to happen. Not going to happen because because you had to go to Vegas. I had to. It was my birthday. And yay, yay. Uh, see, if we had that, that, uh, you know, see that that is where it would be, um, you know, they don't care. We just we got to make moves sometimes and something. Yeah. Basically, we would have had a device that would let us put in all of our sounds. But someday I, we might have it someday. Yeah. But more importantly. My 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 time out in Las Vegas, it was <clears throat> it was fun. It was. Uh, it sounded like it was an interesting <laughs> journey. Why don't we start there? Yeah. Okay. So back in the beginning, uh, Monday night, we were supposed to fly out of Minneapolis at about five o'clock, but our flight was delayed, so we hit the airport bar. No big deal. As many do. As many do. And our terminal wasn't too far away, so we're like, okay, cool. Um. We were checking our phones, making sure we were getting any updates to see if the flight was coming in early or if it was still delayed. Mm-hmm. And walked down to the terminal, thinking there was plenty of time, but there was no one there. And usually that's that's the sign that sign. something's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> and uh, I look down, you know, out the window, and I can see the plane is still on the tarmac. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, but the door's closed. But the door's closed. Okay, let's find somebody. Jackie's fuming drunk. <laughs> and she's like this is not acceptable i'm like hold on hold on hold on let's you know let's flag somebody down and not rip their head off because mm-hmm. it's not their fault that we were drunk and you know not making it to our flight yeah uh so we get somebody they call down to the plane and they're like oh yeah the doors are shut they've already left i'm like no they're right there they haven't left but apparently yeah, if the doors are closed they are closed you've missed your flight yeah that's i didn't realize that they are so cold but yeah, they give that, you a whole 40 minutes to get there. So, you know, So I'm I'm a little confused. So you got there. Flight was delayed. They told you, you know, a certain time. Yep. Did you just lose track of time with the drinking or was it the travel back that you you missed that time frame? Or did they bump up from their delay to an earlier time and you just weren't aware? I'm, I'm wondering if they bumped up. But I think that Jackie was looking at the time that the flight, that the new flight was going to be departing. So mm-hmm. she was thinking, oh, well, that's. Oh, rather than the boarding time? Rather than the boarding time. Oh. So okay. we get to our terminal 10 minutes after boarding ended. <laughs> Just in time to be like, oh, there they go. They departed on time. <laughs> uh, so there we were, you know, just hanging out. And she's, you know, she's one upset because Wayne Newton canceled his show. Mm-hmm. And the next one, you know, we immediately got on to another flight. Yeah. They were gracious enough to be like, oh, yeah, let's just put you on this one. No big deal. Mm-hmm. It leaves in two hours, four hours. Um, So we're just waiting, sitting at the airport, and she's just like, this is not okay. This is bullshit. They've 
fucking mm. they should have done this they should have done that i'm like mm, we shouldn't have gone to the bar <laughs> yeah <laughs> we should have gone straight to our terminal checked in saw any updates talked to anybody and then you know gone to have a drink mm-hmm. um you live and you learn um it okay was, so i'm gonna back up again here okay given what you had just said so did you like get through security see at just the on the big screen that it was de- delayed and immediately go to the bar or did you go to the terminal first, get a sense of the situation, and then go back to the bar? We did neither of those. <laughs> okay, what did you do? We saw on our updates that we were being emailed from our flight mm-hmm. saying that the flight's delayed, it'll be leaving or boarding. I don't know if Jackie noticed. I wasn't looking at any of this. I was yeah. just along for the ride. Um, whether it said boarding at 5.15 or leaving at 5.15, I don't know what she was seeing. Okay. But... Knowing that it was around 5.15 that we were supposed to do that stuff and we got to the airport like good people two hours before, mm-hmm. we went straight to the bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> so gotcha. from now on, I'll live with that fear. Like I can't do anything. I have to go straight to the, you know, the terminal check. Okay, we're leaving at this time or the gate. Sorry, not terminal. The yeah. gate. The gate. Uh, that we're leaving at this time and that's that's what we know. And then we're going to find the closest watering hole. Yes. If, if at all, sense. like you don't have to fly. I don't need to fly inebriated. You know, it just, it's just if you got downtime, it's a fun thing to do. Right. And it was vacation. It was my birthday. And yeah. um, <clears throat> so that was the the start to our evening where we not only not get to see, you know, didn't get to see Wayne Newton. We lost the Neon Museum uh, tickets that we had purchased to oh. see as a contingency plan. Instead of seeing Wayne Newton, we were going to go to the Neon P- Museum, mm-hmm. hang out there and hit up a dispensary before mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh, more on that. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so we were just, you know, kind of bumming around. And then when we finally do get into Vegas, it's around, you know, 1am local time. And we're like, what the fuck do we do now? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just kind of walked around our hotel. Uh, I think we tried to find something to eat mm-hmm. and then tried to sleep. Couldn't sleep, went down to the casino, won a little bit of money and then tried to go back to sleep. But it, like the first night was just God awful with sleep. Yeah. But I think that's that's normal <clears throat> travel jet lag. Um, now, I've not, you know, actually been able to spend time in Vegas yet. Um, does the whole town basically just operate 24 seven or like, is it where, oh, it's 4 a.m. Is there just nothing to do or is like the casino still open? There are people in there and. They're serving drinks and everything still, or is it like there's a slots open, but yeah, it's not fun. So from what I was, you know, when we were walking around, there weren't people serving drinks around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was still like a bartender um, out there, but for the most part, we were just walking around. The casino is much quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, like you'd think that 4am city that doesn't sleep, you know, everybody's just going ham, but. It's mostly tourists anyway, so they're, you know, trying to get on their schedule of what they're going to do when they're in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's only the people that are, you know, real, real monsters, hot, real monsters, <clears throat> you know, hitting the slots all night long because mm-hmm. even the tables were like closed. Oh, OK. Because um, I was like, oh, I'm going to come back and play that roulette table or craps or I'm, I want to do that. But there was never any crowds. So it's like, well, I'm not going to just go up with one guy and be like, hey, you want to do this? <laughs> um so, yeah, and then most of the convenience stores were closed. There's mm-hmm. one, I think, in our hotel that was like a 24-hour convenience, which had 
you know, flight stuff. If you were flying out early in the morning, they have the neck pillows and some mm-hmm. water and chips and stuff. But as far as like the big shops that have souvenirs and booze, yeah. they're, they're pretty much shut down at the, uh, by like 11. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, so that was night. That was night, night one. one. Night one. Uh, night two, day two was just a whole lot of walking. Like, more walking than one person ever should do in, in Las Vegas, especially like even if you're working out, you shouldn't be walking up and down the strip. There's a bus that's $5. <laughs> well, it was actually, it's like 16, but it's a 24 hour pass and you can just ride it up and down mm-hmm. Las Vegas Boulevard. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we, even as seasoned pros, we've been here, you know, this third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. We're like, nah, we'll just walk. <laughs> So we walked pretty much up to this, this, the dispensary that we were going to go to, realized that we couldn't finish our walk. So we had to walk back to a hotel where we could get picked up by a shuttle mm-hmm. from this dispensary. And um, it was fun. It Every dispensary that I've been to is like, it's super weird. Yeah. So you're like, this is illegal. Yeah. But it feels illegal, but it's, <laughs> it's legal. Um, mostly because it's still. It's just like yeah. cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And. um. So we picked up a container, a baggie mm-hmm. of these um, 10 milligram edibles. Okay. They were pineapple flavored. Like gummies? Like gummies, yeah. Okay. And uh, they're 10 milligrams each. So there was 100 milligrams total. But the caveat is plus or minus 15%. Okay. So you could have a 15 milligram or you could have, well, like nothing, mm-hmm. essentially. Um. And they were strong. And I was thinking that, you know. Well, I, the really, the plus or minus would give you either like an 11.5 or a 8.5. I suppose it could if, be. If it's a total plus or minus a percentage of 10%. Of 10%. Yeah. Just just to be clear of how math works. Thanks, Aaron. Yep. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, well, it was a strong 11%. <laughs> Um, you know, Jack and I are no strangers to like the, the goings on, like we know what's up, we know Mm -hmm. what we can manage. Yeah. And I was like, I'll be fine. So I had two without Mm -hmm. trying one first waiting because Mm -hmm. we were pressed for time. People, we were there for 72 hours. Yeah. We had Hanson to see that night. So we, you know, pop those bad boys. Yeah. And within 30 minutes, I was regretting my whole night. (laughs) Uh, my my life decision there. What time of day did you did you start with these? Uh, three thirty. Okay. Because I was like, you know what, the show starts at six. Hanson, okay. there's two opening bands, so Hanson doesn't start until, you know, eight or mm-hmm. something. So I'm thinking, even if these are super strong, at least by the time Hanson plays, I will be in the clear. Yeah. And fortunately, that was the case because you know during those several hours up to the concert mm-hmm. where Hanson performed. Jackie had several panic attacks mm-hmm. and almost passed out two or three times. Nice. As while well, I was, you know, riding <laughs> this wave of, you're going to be fine. Everything's cool. Don't worry. But since we had walked around all day, our legs felt like jello. Oh. And when you're high, it, it feels so much worse. It looks like you're, you know, it feels like you're on a ship mm-hmm. and you're just swaying back and forth. But fortunately, at the House of Blues, it's very dark. People were drinking a lot. Yeah. So you just blend it in. Yeah. It, it didn't look weird except for the fact that the show was pretty empty. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a bummer. Or is it like design the club designed that way or no? So it was definitely a smaller selling crowd mm-hmm. because there was so much floor space in front of us. But fortunately, like we were right against the soundboard wall. OK, so we were just leaning into that and kind of taking breaks, getting lots of water mm-hmm. and a whole lot of water, a whole lot. of. <laughs> but I mean, eventually we got through it. It was in or it was an experience. <laughs> ordeal <laughs> it was you know for me it was experience um i don't know what jackie really thinks about it but mm-hmm. she promptly said we're throwing those fucking things away like we're not even you know we're not trying to bring those back like yeah. those are just going straight into the garbage i don't even want to touch them anymore oh and did you both do two no okay. no 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 she took one and she was actually pretty upset that i took two without mm-hmm. feeling how one felt yeah and i feel that if i took one i'd be like man this is pretty good but then you know, and then it would have been like an average, you know, mm-hmm. average dosing. So I was not saying I wanted to go balls to the wall, but I was like, you know, let me you, do you a little like bit fish more, him back know? out of the garbage and like, well, you had a bad time. I could probably be OK with one. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I, I once I threw him in the garbage, I'm like, no, nope, it was 30 bucks, you know, wasted. Well, not wasted because they did their job. Yeah, Um, it's just. The unfortunate thing is what when you're in town for such a brief period of time and you you miss your first day pretty much. Yeah. That really, you know, because I could have had one the first night and then we could have had one or two the second night or just one. We would have known mm-hmm. what to expect for the rest of the trip. You were pressed to get a, an experience right. and couldn't do it properly. And that's never a, a good way to go about your business. Especially in Sin City. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but... I think we did overall, um, that all that stuff aside, we did well with our money. Like we didn't leave super broke. We mm-hmm. didn't spend a ton of money. It was like you put in a few bucks and you're just staying up and winning off of that. I put in a quarter. I won a car. I put in a quarter. I won another car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a real rusty, uh, shackle for rusty, uh, Griswold sort of time. Nice. I saw you did, did a little roulette for me. I did. And I felt bad that I did that. Because I really wanted to do it with you, mm-hmm. but I was with Mike Torres, and he's well, you're like, allowed to. I know. like play a game, like I know, but it was still like <laughs> if we were there together <laughs> and you like snuck off and did it without me, that would be another thing. Um, I like I would not feel bad about that at all. Yeah, but it was fun. How was Mike Torres? He is really good. Um, I don't know, Mike. Do you still listen? Uh, I think he does. He was having fun. I was. You know, this one's for you, Mike. He was with his dad Mm -hmm. because it was his dad's birthday and his birthday. Oh, okay, nice. It was on the same day. Wow. Is that 16 minutes already? Well, it was a riveting story. I guess. Holy smokes. So we're going to take a quick break for our uh, ad read, and then we'll be back with more about Mike Torres. Yes. And we're back. We're back. So Mike Torres and his dad share the same birthday. Nice. And when it's convenient, <laughs> when we met up with them on our second day, as we were walking up and down the strip, mm-hmm. I saw he was with his dad and, you know, I didn't know what the situation was. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like you're with your dad. I don't want to intrude on family yeah. time. Like I didn't know. Cause he told me the next day or yeah, the next day, like, oh no, we go into a casino and then we just split. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well shit, we could have like hung out, you know, 
I guess more, but I felt that, you know, it's family time. I don't want to intrude. Yeah, for sure. Um, plus we kind of, I feel like when you're just happened to meet out there, it's like we each have our own agendas of what we're trying to get accomplished. Yeah. But I think we had a, you know, we had a really nice time on uh, Wednesday before we left. We we're meeting up at the same casino, downtown Las Vegas, old school, mm-hmm. um, where they have the Golden Nugget and Four Queens and Fremont Street. For Keeping those, it OS. For those of you that know. Uh, <clears throat> but it was raining, so it was kind of a bummer. Oh, I didn't know it did that there. It, apparently it does. Hmm. But it was, um, it was fun. We had a few drinks, had a few laughs. We got to play some roulette, played some blackjack. I haven't played blackjack in many, many years. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. I'm terrible <laughs> at it. But I did know you don't hit on a 16 or a 17 because the next card that came out of the shoe went to Mike and it was a king. Busted so I would have busted. But then the uh, dealer still got blackjack, so. Son of a bitch. Right. It was a real like, like, yeah, like, I've, I've played like real blackjack at a casino. Like I think just that one time we were in Hinkley with Dan and Jeff, uh, I think I spent like 10 bucks at blackjack and that was not good. No. And it goes so quick too. Yeah. There's like boop, 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 boop. Oh, yep. I win. Give me your money. And it is, there's. I understand the concept of the game, and so then I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I know how to play this. But there is, like, etiquette and other stuff that you wouldn't consider as, like, part of the game. It's not a rule to the game, but, yeah, you look like an asshole if you don't do it. Yeah. Mike uh, was, I think he put his drink on the table. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. <laughs> like, it's got nice felt. Yeah. You, it's no good. Don't do that. <clears throat> bad. Don't do it. It's bad. They don't like don't it. Don't do it. It's bad. Um, uh, so that was a good, uh, good long story there. How's, um, so we took a week off. We can also go over Thanksgiving. Do you have a good Thanksgiving? Yes. Because I got to share with my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Jackie's grandma. Jackie's grandma. (laughs) And Aaron. Um, that was Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I unfortunately was not able to go home because of snowstorms. That. And I'm really glad I didn't go home because it would have sucked. Yeah. Um, trying to get home really would have been bad. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I was bummed to not be able to go home. I was excited to see my parents, but it's better to stay home, be safe. And then you guys are gracious enough to invite me over in the evening. So yeah. I get to spend some time with some family. So and nice. he he wanted us to make this thing <clears throat> called what was it called? Scalloped corn. Scalloped corn. Now, you listeners, viewers, have you ever heard of it? Let us know. <laughs> um, because Jack and I have never heard of this. And um, and it's so fucking good. I mean, I, I could imagine it being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it is because that is it. like a, a mainstay holiday dish. So mm-hmm. you're looking forward to some of that when you go home? Oh, yeah, for sure. What would you do if your mom's like, nah, we're, we're done with that? Um... Would you raise well, I just I can't even imagine pains? that situation that, you know, the, the family would riot. <laughs> That's not going to it's just it's like one of those hypotheticals where I can't even entertain it because it's just like there's the amount of leaps I have to take to imagine it are just like, no. Nah. OK, so, OK, um, you have scalloped corn. Mm-hmm. My family. Have you ever heard of Swedish rice pudding? No. Well, there you go. Every family has their own weird food. Yeah. What's uh, Swedish rice pudding? Swedish rice pudding is basically a 
a custard. Okay. And on top, it's sprinkled with um, cinnamon. So mm-hmm. it has that, you know, custardy, creamy. And nice. then at the bottom, the, there's cooked rice that just kind of sinks to the bottom. I don't understand it. I've never really thought about it until now, and it's actually kind of gross to think about. <laughs> but yeah. it's so good. The start of it sounds really good. I like custard. I like cinnamon. That sounds good. Yeah, I was like, rice, you don't need to be here. Yeah. But yeah, I, rice pudding, it's a thing. Um, but I think the important that is Is it sort of like tapioca-ish rice? Nope, just regular rice. Oh, okay. Um, but it, it sits in there the same way where it's, you know, you bite into it. And if it's done well and properly, folks, the rice is perfectly cooked where there's no crunchy bits. Mm. People have tried in the past to, to replicate this for my mom because she couldn't make it one year. Mm-mm. You fucked up. <laughs> That's okay. I'll say it. <laughs> um, but it's like my mom's thing. Like that's like her recipe. Well, it's not her recipe, but it's been passed down in her family. Yeah. Um, so I'm just wondering who's going to get that mantle once she can't make it anymore. Or, you know, when my parents do pass, like who's going to carry that? Well, you know, has Jackie tried to make it? No, she thinks it's disgusting. Oh shit. She probably wouldn't even let me cook it. <laughs> what about uh what about Jenny? I, I think she might try it. I think because they have a kid. So I imagine that they're like they're gonna really want to carry on a lot of those uh traditions for yeah. for her. And not to say that cooking is only uh that I went to the women right away. Have you tried <laughs> to make it or as Dan or Dom as uh, well? No, that but my dad did try and make it and he he didn't do it so well. I think he what he did was like, oh, it's Christmas. I'm gonna put a little food coloring in there. You don't do that. You don't play with our family's like traditions. <laughs> he learned, but I think he was, you know, he was a young buck. Yeah. Back then he was, he was trying things, making moves, but didn't work. <laughs> um, but speaking of food and Thanksgiving and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for a, just a brief check-in. Yeah. You know, with what we've been up to and how you've been doing uh, with your end of no carb and working out and yeah things um i'd say i definitely could be doing better i feel like since thanksgiving i've um been a lot laxer i've still been pretty good with uh keeping the uh intermittent fasting uh during the day and really i think what it's helped more with is keeping me from eating later at night mm-hmm. and just making sure like i do kind of still keep that you know, 8 p.m. cutoff of like, there's no reason for me to be eating past eight. Like, and so I think that alone is, is useful. Even if I, you know, I might have some nuts at 1030 or something like that at work. And I'm okay with that of, you know, it may not actually be doing, keeping the intermittent fasting going as long, but I think just alone the, oh yeah, don't eat a meal at 1030. That's, you know, don't do it. It's bad. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Like don't feed the gremlins after midnight. Don't feed yourself after 8 p.m. You yeah. don't, you're just going to go to sleep in an hour or so. Yeah. Um. I think I, you know, I'm not pressing so hard in uh, no carb since we're out of November, but it is still continuing low carb. And I think it's it's been really useful for me in just kind of looking at the way I eat. And it's something I'm conscious of way more often just as I'm eating. Like I might be like, okay, this has this. I, it might be something that, you know, in November I may have been like, Oh, I can't have that. 
Get out. Stay away. But now I'm like, okay, I, I'm aware of what I'm putting into my body. Just, and be like, all right, so that's, we can stop it here because I know what this is. And it's, it's really just made me a lot more conscious of what I'm eating. That's really good. I mean, I think that that is a, a great takeaway from it. It's like just being more aware of what we're putting, you know, in us. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole time we were out on vacation, we were splitting everything. And since we had walked everywhere on Tuesday <laughs> and since we, you know, we left Monday in the later evening, uh, we didn't have a ton of time to fall off the wagon with eating a bunch of crazy food. Yeah. And I came back, I think pretty much stayed the same with my weight. Um, and then after a really big poop, Jackie was back down at her weight. <laughs> That's good. She was really concerned for a minute. She's like, how did I gain four pounds? <laughs> no way was it four pounds. It was like two pounds. Jesus. Um, that still might be too much. <laughs> Definitely too much info, but. <laughs> you know, poop's funny. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> it uh, always gets us there. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm very happy with what we started in November. And like I said, I'm just knowing who I am and like how often I've quit on things. I am taking it pretty slow and like kind of lax mainly of just focusing on like, all right, let's just try and do this and change like one behavior at a time. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm still fat, but (laughs) I do think I'm losing weight and I think I'm, like I've started to notice a little bit um, like I, I've told you, I've noticed it with just like my belt primarily to start. And I feel really good about that. And, you know, healthy weight loss or like normal people's weight loss usually is like, you know, a pound a week or something like that. So with the weight loss that I would need for it to be like super noticeable, it's going to take a while. So. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 really happy with where I'm at. Yeah, and you've got a new toy on the way. I've got a new toy on the you, way. You've already got a new toy here. I, yeah, I've been uh, loading up on toys. I returned my bed, so there there's some give and take. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah the sleep ovation mattress. This is a this is a non review review. <laughs> that can be a review. I don't give a shit. They didn't pay me. Well, they did when they gave me my money back, but <laughs> well, they, they finally did, though. Uh, Yeah, it started. So I think it's it start the process of returning. OK, or it's like they've said, like, OK, we've we're refunding you this much, which was like the full amount. And it just hasn't actually hit my card yet. So, um, yeah, the the mattress is it's really soft. It's crazy soft. Uh, I would just say too soft for me. That I ended up again. Some of this is from me being heavy. I felt like I was like bottoming out on when I'm like sleeping on my side. If I like moved in a certain way, you could feel like the bottom of the bed. Yeah, I could feel like or uh, yeah, I just felt like I suddenly hit like real resistance and it was like, oh, this isn't very comfortable. And I started noticing more more pain, like right like right here, like right above my hip bone where I think. Like my hip bone was at one point and then the spring on the next spot was like digging into my side. 
God. And I was like, no, I don't like this. Didn't you sleep on that for almost a month? Yeah, over a month. Because they, they make you sleep on it for a month before you can uh, start. They really want your back to feel like shit. Well, they're like, oh, you know, because you have to adjust to the new bed. So you have to give it at least like 30 days to make sure you've at least, you know, given it a shot. Which, and it was like around that time that I started really feeling it and was like, I think I need to give this back. And so I was like, yeah, it worked. I, my body realized this isn't going to work long term. Shit. Well, I'm, I'm happy that you, you know, you're back on the old bed, mm-hmm. but you're still, are you, you're still on the hunt for a new bed at some point, but mm. right now you're pretty content. I think I feel a little burned and just kind of being like, uh, I don't think I'm ever going to find a bed that's going to, that is just going to be this magical thing that I, I feel. Compares. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to find my Goldilocks bed. I'm like, oh, this is just right. Um, So the bed I have is good. It's not a bad bed. And then I'm just, I think I'm going to find like some kind of mattress topper because I realize I do want something a little bit in between where it's not as soft as what I had, but it's not as firm as what I'm on right now. Well, I think there's a mattress topper on the garage, isn't there? Your old one? Oh, no. No. <laughs> that was cut to bits and moldy and <laughs> God, no. Um, so new toys, new toys, new toys. Um, so I have a water rower coming. Uh, I'm waiting for it to arrive at the place. I'm going to go pick it up and put it together. I'm very excited about that still because uh, I do just genuinely like working out right away in the morning. That's been something I've been able to consistently be doing of like, yep, oh, take my medication and start working out and just like no preamble. And that's what I hated about working out. That's why like, I don't like gym memberships and just this all like, Oh, I got to put on, you know, I got to take off my clothes. I got to put on workout clothes. I got to put this and that on. I got to drive to the place. There's all this lead up of like, oh, I don't like, I don't want to work out. But it's easy to be like, oh, I'm up. I'm hardly awake. All right, we're started. And that's where I should have stayed this morning mm-hmm. because when I woke up, it was like seven. I fed the dogs. Jackie slept downstairs because she just needed more sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. And then the dogs came back to bed and I'm like, a little bit, a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I need to go to the gym right now. Mm-hmm. So I got my stuff on. And then I'm like, this isn't enough time to have a proper workout. <laughs> I have to go to Aaron's and record. So here I am at, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Still haven't worked out. Yeah. But I need to right after this. But I'm already ready to go. You're like ready I, to go. I have my stuff on. Yeah. And the car will be warm. So there's no excuse for Jackie. Yeah. But I do agree that, you know, there is a lot of lead up to going to the gym. But, you know, once you're there. Just, yeah, I just think go. once you're there, it is nice because it's a singularly focused area mm-hmm. of, oh, like there are different things you can do, but it's all, oh, you're here to work out. And that's the thing you can do here. Yeah. And uh, two nights ago uh, when we went, I guess I was doing the row machine and some guy just comes up and just kind of like flags me down. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look again and it's my uncle. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh. He's like, yay, I didn't know you go here. I'm like, it's not anymore. <laughs> uh, he's a nice guy. And it's just kind of like, whoa, I I don't want to go to the gym and see people I know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so maybe I'll just go and have my glasses and I'll just take my glasses off. <laughs> I just <laughs> so won't see any, So I won't know anybody. Uh, because it, it, fu- it fucks with my head. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to think about anything other than, you know, what I'm doing there. And it's only going to last so long until you get LASIK though. It's true. I have my consult tomorrow, <gasps> but I psyched myself out this morning nice. by watching a bunch of videos on how they do it. <laughs> well, my coworker, uh, Michaela, she just got LASIK done within the last like three or four weeks she loved it, it yeah. went great i mean that is the thing i think that it's an incredibly quick procedure mm-hmm. and to have you know 2020 vision for the rest of your life until your eyes do start to fail again because that's just what happens yeah um but you'll have a good you know good run of no glasses no contacts don't need to pack any solution all you just bring is your sunglasses yeah like going on this vacation was like okay i gotta bring my contacts my solution i need to bring this and that and then oftentimes at the end of the day, my eyes are drier. Mm-hmm. I go to put my contacts in and it's like itchy and uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I I will say I am. I'm very blessed that my eyes have never been that bad that like I'm able to. I don't have my contacts in right now. I just take them out and I never get home from work. And yeah, I'm like I might miss a little bit of detail, but mm. yeah, I see the world what? must be nice. See the world looking back at me, it's angry. <laughs> um But I'm excited for you to have that reality as well. Yeah. I mean, to to think of waking up and seeing across the room. How long have I you had uh glasses that would like has your vision been to the point where you like can't see without your glasses? No, I mean define can't see because I can see everything is just real soft. <laughs> like, um, I would not be able to read that that says flyleaf on that. What the fuck? <laughs> Someone ripped off. What is those are the CD uh, little barcode um, stickers, barcode stickers that uh, kept them closed uh, from somebody's speaker from who knows when. Yeah. When flyleaf was I, a big deal. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't be able to see that. Um, would you be able to read the the thing over the door? I'm just trying to think of what it would be like without my contacts in. I don't think so. I think if I squinted really hard, there used to be a time where I could squint a little bit and I'd see it, but now it's my eyes are almost closed <laughs> when I can focus. Yeah. Um, okay. Cause yeah, I, I read that without issue. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to take this step. Yeah. Um, I just have to figure out how much it's actually going to cost. If that cost is worth it, I think it is. Mm-hmm. If I think about how much I've spent on contacts, glasses, that whole thing, and then the convenience of having your eyes fixed, mm-hmm. it just sounds <clears throat> very nice. Yeah. So I'm pretty willing to you know pay this price. Sounds good. Well, I'm like I said, I'm excited for you to to have that reality. It's nice. Yeah. I I just can't. Yes. Yeah, um, but as for the things I've been spending a bunch of my money on, yeah. Um, aside from the row machine, I also bought a uh, new synthesizer uh, and drum machine after I sold my current synth- synthesizer and drum machine. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you said you bought another drum machine. No, but it, no, it's all in it's, one. It's all in, it's all in one, which is nice because it does both things and it does both. I think better than the two individual machines that I had and it's smaller. It's called a OP one from teenage engineering. They're not sponsoring this, but it is freaking cool. It is also expensive. 
I, and I'll just let you just go, go for it. Yeah. Um, well, without getting too crazy into it, it's basically just, you know, it's a synthesizer and it's a drum machine. It's got a sequencer. It has a, you can sample with it. Um, it does four track recording and it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's also like that big. Yeah. It's like a big candy bar. Yeah. Um, I like how, I like how mobile it is. I could, you know, sit in bed and play with it. (laughs) I'm all about being able to do that with things. Um, the more you can sit in bed and play with it, the better. Yeah. Uh, the same thing with the switch, the Nintendo switch, you know, all, uh, all the things I like music, video games, they're just tinier, but they look cool. Yeah. And what I, you know, cause he showed me this before we started this show is how dense it just feels like a well-crafted piece of machinery mm-hmm. and Spared no expense. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than having something that size and it feels cheap. Yeah. Like there's nothing about that, that I was able to feel um, that felt cheap or flimsy and like, Oh, this will probably snap off. And even, you know, there are the, the rotary knobs on the top part and like those would be the most flimsy or like most susceptible to breakage. And those are things that you can replace. You can just pull them out and they have other knobs that you can. Yeah. So they have like cranks that you can put on there for some reason in case you want a little more leverage and have like an experience. And yeah, you can run the tape machine with the crank so you can dictate how fast it's going. You can also run the sequencer with that. So you could do like kind of a music box thing where I expect great things from this, Aaron. So please see it can do a ton of things. And it requires me to be good at making music. So this is going to be a real test of my own creativity of am I smart enough and talented enough to actually use the tools that are provided here? Because there are enough tools in it that I should be able to make a lot of really cool music. Yeah. And if I don't, it's me being bad. So don't give up. And I mean, that is... Talk to the hand. Uh, do we have anything from Jeff? We have nothing from Jeff because our buddy Jeff is down in Cancun, Mexico, enjoying a wonderful wedding of two good friends of his. Nice. Man, I I'm hoping this might be a little extra work for you in the in the video editing. We should pop up a quick picture of one of the pictures that uh Jeff posted in his speedo that he is rocking in Cancun. Cause he looks amazing. Like it's one of those things like it's funny seeing guys wear speedos. I think he actually looks really good in it. No, he he <laughs> he's he, pulling he, it off really well. He wears it with a lot of confidence. Yeah. And yeah, he doesn't have, you know, how do you say not a great physique? He doesn't have six pack abs or anything. Right. But it's he's still, a real man. He's he looks like he looks like a trucker wearing a speedo. Like <laughs> it's amazing. It's very, it's pulled off well and I'm know, sure he pulls it off well, you know, <laughs> you know, power to you, Jeff, because I, even in my like peak physical condition, I still don't think I would ever wear a speedo. Um, just, I like more on my junk. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I, I like pockets. Even if you're at the beach, like you need a pocket for something. Yeah. Like you put, you can put your room key in it still or, yeah. or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I think he's putting his room key, <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, well done, Jeff. Well done. Well done. We applaud you. 
<laughs> Should we do a quick break? Yeah, let's do another quick break. All right. Break time. And we're back. I like how your snap is like the way you snap to your dogs, too. <laughs> it's like you start now. It is just what I know. Mm-hmm. And you got you got good snaps. Hard work and dedication to the game has led me to these snaps. Yeah. If you want to snap like me, sign up for my six course workshop. <laughs> and um, on that note, something different. Um, <laughs> so um, we have an exciting Super Burly Bros exclusive from uh, one of our correspondents in the field. Uh, you all know coworker Lisa, who um, championed the review of the uh, Squatty Potty Bidet, I believe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which was amazing. Uh, we have a new review from Lisa. Uh, so just to give a little background here, a few weeks ago, it would probably be early November, actually. Um, I had been on Facebook and... Saw just one of those weird random ads that was like, why did this show up? And it was for women's heated underwear. And I just thought it was funny. (laughs) It's heated (laughs) underwear. Um, And so I think it was just one of those things where I'm like, ah, this is funny. And I sent it to a couple people. uh, One of those was to Laura at work. And then the next day... Um, she like brought it up of like, uh, we were having a laugh about it together. And then Lisa had walked in right at that time. And I was like, Oh, I'll show Lisa. And then, um, she agreed that it was funny, but was also very intrigued. Um, and informed us later that night that she had purchased a, a pair. Just um, on the fl- like, yep. I want these in my life. Yep. Winter's coming. Winter is coming. It is here. Um, and who's laughing now? Not Lisa. Not Lisa. No. So after, I believe it was like 50 bucks. Jesus. And a long wait through customs, um, as this product was coming from China. Uh, we have a review on some heated underwear. Take it away. <laughs> All right. So um, she has a lot of thoughts. Uh, her first impression was, oh, crap, this is from China and it arrived late. This is going to suck. Because uh, it was one of those things where... So it arrived with only Chinese instructions. There was no uh, no English stuff for it. No English side. Um, so her, her bullet point review. Uh, ultimately, I was in love with the package when it arrived. Uh, it was actually... She sent a picture to Laura and I. Uh, it was this... Actually, it is kind of cute if you're you know into girly stuff. You know, it's like this pink package and it opens up and it's got like a heart cut out and like the packaging is actually pretty well. Um, sounds like the underpants are soft, stretchy and fit well. Uh, they are as pretty as you could hope for a pair of granny panties. <laughs> but but Cause I, they are fairly large. But everybody, you know, like they say in Zach and Mary, like everybody has a pair of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, would, wouldn't you want maximum coverage on your, your tuchus there? Mm-hmm. If they're heated? Yeah. You don't want to be wearing a string thong and like, oh, it's the front part's warm. Yeah. Now, it's interesting that you brought that up because in uh, the initial buy, I think the hope was for it to be heated throughout uh, to heat the butt and the front and everything. 
Uh, so these actually only heat the front. They're more at the top. Apparently, they're more for, like, uh, menstrual cramps. Okay. Still a useful tool. Still useful. Um, and so it has, yeah, it's just, like, a heater in the front part. And uh, it has, I guess, some lacy pockets to hide the battery for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Among other things, <laughs> you know, if you yeah, if you want, um, uh, so it has pockets. They're lacy, and uh, instructions are all in Chinese. Her husband had to somehow translate them. I'm not even sure I don't how even, he managed to do that. Yeah, like Google. How, but how do you Google like maybe you take a what picture? does this you know sign mean? And you have to like it's kind of squiggly, and then it's got three lines here. Like what I wonder is. How much translating do you actually need for a pair of underwear? Like, you put them on, you see a battery pack, and I assume there's a little plug-in. Mm-hmm. You connect those, you throw in your AAA or AA or C cell battery, like whatever <laughs> it takes. So I think it has its own rechargeable battery, but apparently you to turn it on, you have to press the button five times. I think that we would get that now. We would get that now, but it's, you know, <laughs> that's not actually intuitive. Fair enough. And I guess it has other heat settings, so it's probably um, probably a three-click for that. <laughs> so it's I like guess. your vape pen. Yep. Uh, pretty standard vape pen settings there. Yep. Um, uh, heat is really nice. Uh, highest setting automatically switches back to lowest after five minutes. Can't can't burn your, your front bum. Yeah. That's a good call. That's, you know, good, but I'm sure it could be annoying if you're just wanting the heat. Um, it goes up to like 122 degrees, I think it said, though. So you probably shouldn't be having it on that high for that long. And that's probably why they have that. Uh, it was hand wash only. So I don't know what to make from that. Well, I mean, most of your delicates, <clears throat> you if they're quality delicates, you would wash them by hand. You wouldn't throw them in a machine. Yeah. Or you have a gentle setting. That's true. Um, and she was also the first one to leave a review for this. So... This was an entirely unreviewed purchase. Um, That's a bold move. It's bold to spend, you know, I think it was about 50 bucks and then wait several weeks, wait several weeks and have it arrive and actually be pretty decent. That's a win. I wonder, you know, is it possible for you to reverse? Well, not reverse, but flip them around so that the heated element is in the backside. I had the same thought. I brought that up. Uh, (laughs) Nice. uh, It sounds like it is possible if you are desperate, but it sounds like just the way it would fit and sit on you. You'd be like sitting on the battery, which is probably Mm. not very comfortable. But your butt would be warm. Yeah. And I mean, so it sounds like there is a market, though, for a heated butt underwear. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that we've been looking for a million dollar idea. This just might be it. Yeah, we'll have to do a little bit more market research. See, make sure there is another competition that's already (laughs) filling this void. But this might be the future of Super Burly Bros. I'm delicate. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I love it. And her final thoughts are, my favorite pair of underwear is now a pink, lacy pair of granny panties from China. Nice. (laughs) That are battery operated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but now that that saga has concluded, we need to actually start, um, so our plan is to also be finding more things on Wish to send Elisa to review. Uh, 
and it sounds like she might be interested on and in being a guest on the show as well. So all right, maybe we'll we'll have her in for the next review. Um, probably be better off to not have her review underwear in person. Right, that'd be awkward. Right, we need to you know, you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's what I got. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much else either. I I do have uh, a, a riveting story about, you know, going to the airport one more time. But Oh, yeah, you, you know, told me that wanted, you got the full inspection on your way out. Is that the case on your, your way back in, too? Uh, no, fortunately okay. not. That was more of what I'd hoped for. The On the way back to Minneapolis, excuse you, uh, there was... Just a big old line, and they're like, "Whoa, is there a reason this line isn't open?" Everybody was just standing around. All the TSA agents, green light was on, mm-hmm. and one officer just kind of like walks over, unclicks the velvet rope, and she's like, "All right, everybody, this way." <laughs> so we all bum rush in. <laughs> I'm third through the line, and getting everything situated, pulling my pants up high and tight so that mm-hmm. you know nobody thinks that you know they need to grab my McJohnson. Yep. So. They're like, oh, do you have any prosthetics or anything? Any metal in you? Nope. All right, go through the old school one. Mm. I was like, man, I could have brought so much shit with me. <laughs> this is unfair. Um, but the first time I got a full, full pat down. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy, like six, seven, is just a huge guy. He's big like, hands. Big, big fucking hands. Small package. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I felt like he could just like pick me up and cradle me. It was... That's nice. It was, yeah. But the thing is, I get I get searched every time I go through the airport, like this at least really? once. No bullshit. A full pat down every time. And that is some racist ass bullshit. Like it's. I mean, like you've got kind of olive skin. No, not kind of. It is. Look at how green that is. Yeah, it's like a nice martini. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like you don't even have a good like Mexi stash though. Like yeah, it, I, there's not much to be suspect of, but it was, you know, it's still enough to give me a little bit of that. Like I hate going through airport security because every time I get searched mm-hmm. and as I look at Jackie as this guy's like patting me down in the front and through my legs and all around, mm-hmm. she's like, are you serious? <laughs> But what she wanted to say was, that's the most action he's got all week. <laughs> and uh, she wouldn't be wrong. Now, I have not had the the full inspection in the airport because I'm white. Yes. You know, they. Yeah, this is a white privilege. Um, so it sounds like these pat downs are a lot more thorough than like when you get pat down padded down going into like a sporting event or into like a, a bigger concert or something like that. Is that correct? Yeah. They have you spread your legs real wide, you know, pull your pants up and then they just slowly go up and around your legs. Do they, they go, cup just to be they, sure? They go, yep. They like cup around, feel in, go across the front, kind of dig into the, any little crevices. <sighs> and the guy who's just looking at me is like, do you want, do you want to go to a special room? <laughs> hey, you want to get out of here? <laughs> and, I, and I just look at him. I'm like, no, you're going to do this right here. We're going to do this in front of all of these people. <laughs> and then I like half turn around and I see a little kid behind me getting the same treatment. I'm like, what's he got? Like, <laughs> Come on. So when, when he goes up and like kind of cups, 
Do you cough? <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to like hold in a fart. Oh, I would let that shit go. <laughs> just wait till he passes and just <laughs> just right on his hand. That's what you get. Yeah. Um, but it it's just kind of humiliating in a way. But I know that I'm not. I'm not a security threat. I have nothing to hide, Mm -hmm. but it's still just kind of like every time. Why? And it's, I guess the, I think the question is always is, do you think that your safety is more important than that experience? And then it's like with the, with the, risk that we're able to assume is present with air travel do you think that that is worth it or do you think the safety that we're assuming we're receiving is worth you and other people getting that treatment? Let me see if I can decipher those words. Yeah, I did not word that well. Um, I don't feel that the full like the full pat down like that because you go through the body scanner. Mm-hmm. It shows up anything <clears throat> that would be suspect. It has a metal detector yeah. in there. I, I There's like nothing. You know, yeah. it, it seems pretty unnecessary. I would be more concerned with people searching bags, mm-hmm. looking for certain things like that. But it is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, the only way around it is to pay the airport more money and, you know, have the FBI have my fingerprints for life. And <laughs> like they just, don't uh, already. I don't know if they do or not. And I kind of like knowing that they don't and I have them and. Do you, um, I suppose when they, they like take your like thumb finger and footprints when you're born, right? Yeah. I don't know how that works, but I remember like, Oh, this is a gross one. I'm sorry, people. Um, you swallow that. Yeah. (laughs) Swallow that like a, (laughs) Hey, Hey, it was from a movie. (laughs) Jillian said it. Um, but like, I remember in, it was in some elementary school at one point, uh, like, we had like our officer friendly thing. <laughs> yep, and then yep. I think one, I was young, so my memory is rough, but like, I feel like there's one time where we took like a field trip to a police station and then they're like, Oh, we're going to like, let's fingerprint everyone. Just like, Oh, it's like you're a criminal. But then it's like, Oh no, you've just gotten me to give away my fingerprints without understanding the implications of you can have that record forever. That is. And like as a child, you're like, ah, oh, no, cops are, you know, they keep us from the bad guys. They they don't hurt innocent people. And then you get woke. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's the other way around. And yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you coerced unaware children to give up their fingerprints because you were like doing a bit. But now you also still have those. I mean, again, like I've been fingerprinted plenty of times. I've had bank jobs. I got fingerprinted for my current job. So, like, you know, whatever. But right, and and that's the thing is I I don't think that I'm at any risk of you know like I don't have a problem mm-hmm. giving that stuff up because I'm not not a criminal. Uh, do I think that the government is going to use my fingerprints for something else? Uh, I don't think so. I'd hope not, but. I, I guess I wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. Um, it's and that's not to say I that I don't consent to a murder. I don't can I. I do consent to getting my, doing the fingerprint for jobs, and you know I know the FBI. I'm sure is able to get that. Or yeah, I you forget though. I live down the street from the FBI. 
I don't think I knew this at all. Yeah. Remember that time we were drinking and (laughs) Jackie said that we live down the street from the FBI? No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Well, apparently we do. And I drive past it all the time now and I'll take a picture. um, uh, Not while you're driving, I hope. Not while I'm, no, because it's actually on the corner, like at the end of a, there's a stop. There's an intersection. That's what it's called. An intersection. And you can drive past and like, you can see the sign where it says Federal Bureau of Investigation. Interesting. Yeah. Is it like, would it be on like my drive when I get, when I go to your house? If you took 94 to 694. Oh, okay. So if you go up the long way instead of taking 100. Yeah. You would find it. But um, let's see if we can pull it up here on Google Maps. <laughs> I do. I see the last thing was a pizza place. Yeah. Jackie had a real big craving for pizza the other day. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we did not give in. We oh, were strong last night. You gave in. You yeah. did it. I got some I got some luce in the fridge. So must be nice. Yeah. I'm still bitter at them for not delivering to our house anymore. It's our neighborhood's fault for robbing a delivery guy. Like who does that, by the way? Oh, weird. It doesn't show up. <laughs> Typical FBI. <laughs> but it, it would be in this. Oh, wait. Yeah, right there. Oh, shit. Yep. I didn't know we were down the street from Langley. So, I mean, it's pretty. Or is that CIA? I don't know. Or is it both? I don't know. It's probably both. I, all I can think of is that Angel, or not, Boxcar Racer. Or was it Blingway Way 2 that sang about that? Probably Boxcar. I think it was Boxcar. But. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's in the that's that's uh, deep in the wo- the woods weeds. Yeah, reeds weeds. <laughs> reeds twenty twenty. Um, hopefully, um, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Well, I think that'll be it for today. Then keep it spicy.